Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is being brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto. Online at carx.com. Ray! One more time. Let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Cubs baseball is sure. coming up on the score in a little bit, and the Cubs are down oh. bad. Like they, They've lost nine in a row. When it comes to losing streaks, how do you deal with them as a player? What should be the approach of every player as they're in this spiral of losing? I think somebody as an authority figure has to go down and say to each and every player, What happened yesterday is gone. We don't have what's happening tomorrow, so let's look at this. Forget the nine-game losing streak. That's irrelevant. I want you to start by winning the first inning. You win the first inning, then you win the second inning. Every time you come to bat, it's a new world. Nothing that happened before is going to matter. Nothing that's going to happen later in the game do you have right now. So I want you to go up there, and I want you to isolate on each and every pitch. Concentrate each and every play. I want you to make the next occurrence of whatever it is, whether it's a ball being hit to you, whether it's a pitch coming to you, I want you to make that your whole world. We don't have to win the game. The game itself, winning a game is not that easy to do. But breaking a difficult task down to its simplest parts, which as a pitcher is one pitch at a time. As a hitter, it's the next pitch that's coming to you. You break a difficult goal down to its simplest parts, and then you take care of that. Make me a bicycle clown! You guys have all been wondering, well, what's going to happen to this part of the show? It goes away after this. One more time! Big drop! Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until Cubs baseball. There's a losing streak that could end. There's a winning streak that could end. All of that will be determined when Cubs baseball gets on the air at 1245. Apparently, there are some things that uh, I should probably talk about before I get off the air today. I still was preparing today's show I mean, there are some things that I would like to say and talk about, but I was preparing today's show thinking about the Cubs, and I was listening to Jed Hoyer, the 30 minutes that he talked yesterday, and there's actually a portion of it that I do want to play. 
because I think that it is significant for Cubs fans to hear what he had to say about where things stand. So we'll do that closer to the the start of the game. I know that because you're a score listener, you probably have some interest in what's happening with our lineup on Monday, and it's it's exciting and it's different. I'm glad that that Mully and Hall probably they'll get like an extra like hour of sleep. So that's good, I think, for everyone. If you're just tuning in, like their show will start 5.30 and it will go to 10. Then Bernstein and I will be doing a show together from 10 until 2. Parkins and Spiegel from 2 until 6. Gabe's going to hold down the nighttime shows. Score overnights or score overnights. And yeah, Layla is going to be with us on Wednesdays. That's... As I've said to her, as I've said to the people here, I I think that she's the most valuable person that has come into these hallways in a long time. So considering that she started doing stuff here on my show, a segment that we used to call The Monthly Visitor, her name, not mine, and now seeing her work with Dan, it was a natural fit to have her be a part of what we're doing starting on Monday. I'm not sure. I This is going to work. Let me just say that. I'm not sure how it's going to work. And that's the part that I'm, I'm looking forward to as a creative. There's a, a challenge that was placed in front of me when this opportunity came up. And I wanted to take it on. And the challenge is I haven't really had a, a radio partner since Hamp. Shout out to Hamp. Because I actually, that experience taught me quite a bit about being a partner. Hamp and I's show I don't think really worked for people. But he was a really good partner for me. And I learned a lot. And it, it helped me to do some other things. And I still, like, occasionally will reach out to him if I'm struggling with some stuff. He's a good sounding board. And I've, I've always appreciated that even, even now, like, if I get a text from him, it would be, hey, partner, what's going on? And that, that means something. Like, that's significant. I, I'm a big believer. This is going to sound strange because I've been mostly a, a solo host since you've listened to me here on the Score Airwaves. But I'm a big believer in teams. And the idea of taking this next step and doing a four-hour show with a partner is exciting. I haven't really had this. So there's going to be a lot that I have to learn about it. There's a, there's a selfishness that I have to give up in a way. And I'm kind of looking forward to that. It's never been, someone asked me, I think it was Fells. Fells asked me yesterday, he's like, I thought you didn't play nice with others. Like, that's not the case. Like, anyone who's ever worked with me on a show will tell you that that's not the case. But I will say that when it comes to doing solo shows and, and me doing a solo show, I've always been able to count on me. And so sometimes expecting people to 
live in the place of your own expectations is not fair. And there were people that I wanted to do shows with. I've been vocal about that. If, if we go into like an origin story, like if, if I were writing myself as, am I a villain? Uh, let's, let's make me a villain in this particular case. If you're writing the origin story of me as a solo host, it starts when my partnership with Dan Zampillo breaks up. Because I was like, oh, his goals weren't the same as my goals. Ah! And then you have to think about that. And there have been people that I've worked with in the past where I thought that it had a really good chance of happening, like one show in particular, me, Maddie, and Zach had a chance to do some stuff on weekends. And I I adore both those guys. And and Zach and I are are wired very similarly. And I got some of that like partnership stuff with Zach doing DePaul games. Like I, I really like appreciated that as far as being like-minded Zach and I were on the same page on a lot of things. He's still one of my most trusted confidants here because he, he gets me and he understands me. I'm always sad that the score listener never got Goff and Holmes because I just think that would have been amazing. I actually got a text from Jay this morning. He was congratulating me, and I'm obviously like the, the wild success that Jay has had at this place and at other places is is completely inspiring. And so to get that from him, it means a lot. Like it means a lot. It means a lot that TB is on board. You know, the Terry Boers has has always had a lot of faith in me. And I mean, it it means a, a real, it's a big deal. And I told Terry yesterday, like I, I will not let you down. And so this thing is, these last four years of doing this show has been wonderful for me because I, was, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to be able to talk to the daytime audience that the stuff that we did at night that a lot of people loved, would it translate to being on in middays? And can they do that? Can, can there be a solo host on? How, how in the world is it going to work? Well, it's going to work with doing fun segments and being goofy and being serious when the, the, the times allow for it. And I was produced well by Tony Gill and Herb Lawrence and Ray Diaz. And in the interim, Brandon Fryer, when we were in between what we were doing, those people took... The way I look at it as... To produce me, it takes a lot because I ask for a lot of things. And so those folks took incredible care of me. My nighttime producers, Joe Ostrowski, Rick Camp, Chris Tannehill, Melissa Rakitis, like they, they understood that there's a level of managing all of this that goes on inside of my head. And I'm really appreciative to them too. But I really wanted this opportunity to be on noon to two and to take the nighttime show and condense it a little bit. Still do try to do great long form interviews with people, try to have a little bit of fun, 
bring the bass drop. Uh, we, we stumbled upon that chestnut. And I think that we accomplished that. And I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity in that I was able, with a lot of help, to take what I was dreaming of and make it a reality. So now comes the part where I'm challenging myself. I was telling Grody, when I was doing a lot of TV, like there was a point, there was, I still don't, Ray, there was a point where I was doing the nighttime show, here at the score, and then getting up at four over at stadium and doing a morning show over there. I don't know what I was thinking. Pretty crazy. But I really found like a home over there. Like I talk lovingly about that place now. And I talk lovingly about my teammates that were over there. Michael Kim and I have become like tight. Like that's my dude. Same thing with Tyler Fulgham, who's out there killing it on ESPN and Laura Britt, who's killing it on NBC Bay Area. That felt like partnership and team to me. And so it changed my perspective on how I can make all of the the stuff that I want to do work. And I think that Dan's going to be a good partner for that. I think that he's he's going to understand that I might have to jump out of my skin occasionally. I already got something that I, I, he doesn't know this, and I know that he's not listening. So there's something I'm going to do on the show next week that will be very Lawrence. And we are going to indoctrinate Dan into some stuff that he has no idea. But the goal is for me to make this a really, uh, to make this a destination for you. We're going to have a good time. And I think that we're on a level of respect with each other that we're going to be able to push each other in a lot of different directions. Working with Dan is a challenge. Anyone who's worked with him will tell you. It's a challenge, but I feel like I'm up to it and I can't can't wait for you to hear what the show becomes. It might not be that on Monday, just so you know. Like, I... Partnerships take it take a little bit of time to gel and congeal. But man, I'm telling you, there's a potential for something that's really, really special. That that'll happen. So look, I don't want to spend the entire time that I have with you navel gazing, because there'll be a lot of navel gazing, and I'm sure I'll do a house of L on it that'll allow me to be a little bit more um, emotional and not have to worry about some of the time constraints on talking about some of these subjects. There is an actual thing, like a sports thing, that I do want to share with you. And it has to do with the Cubs. And it has to do with this losing streak. And it has to do with how ugly all of this is. I will share that with you next here on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2, on Sports Radio 670 The Score, in Odyssey Station. Wow, that's the last time that bumper will be played. You can exit out now, Ray. Got a new show starting on Monday. Bernstein and Home Show, 10 a.m. until 2 o'clock. I expect that we will be talking about the Cubs on Monday. I know that I spent 
30 minutes listening to Jed Hoyer. And there's a lot of stuff inside of his conversation yesterday that I do want to talk about. And I have a plan to talk about some of it on Monday's show. But leading into this series where the Cubs start a series with Atlanta, Atlanta has won all the games and the Cubs have lost all the games. I thought that it might be interesting for you to hear as a Cub fan what Jed Hoyer had to say specifically about how going through a rebuild when he and Theo first got here to right now and how it feels similar and different. Yeah, I don't know that. You know, I don't know that at all. Um, you know, I think trying to trying to pretend that, that this current, you know, nine-game period is, is has, has somehow changed that or altered that I think would be the, the wrong thing. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I know, you know, I know what, what what I have a vision to build. Um, I know what we built last time, and um, you know I have all the confidence in the world that we're going to get there. But I also uh, I'm aware that sometimes things speed up, and sometimes 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 things slow down. And I I'm not you know, smart enough to know which of those are going to happen. But I do know, and I have the ultimate confidence. I I know we're going to be successful. Just like I I knew that same thing last time, and it doesn't make the day to day any easier it doesn't but you know like i said i like i have all the confidence all the confidence in the world about you know the the quality of the team that we'll build when you have that vision and you're going through a season like this what is the most challenging aspect from your seat there's no um like there's no one that that sort of does this for a living that isn't hyper competitive you know, you can't not be competitive um, if you, you, know, you work in sports, you're around a team, you know, for, you know, your whole adult life, basically. And so um, there's no way to, to not, um, on a day-to-day basis, like, you know, sort of live and die with how, the, how things are going. Um, it doesn't mean that you can't, it doesn't mean you don't have a, a long-term vision. It doesn't mean that you can't see... You know things. You know how things are going to come together to be successful. You, of course, you can. But like when you're in that moment, there, it, that that is the ultimate challenge. And like, I certainly haven't met anyone that can that can compartmentalize those things that well because you know you. Um, this is the this is the product. This is the, the this is the big leagues. And when you know when um, you know, things aren't going as you hoped, um, there's no way not to get frustrated. And I think the. the emotional challenge for you know for for me um is like you know making sure i'm i'm in a good place when i go down and talk to rossi when i'm talking to greg brown when i'm talking to tommy hot when i'm talking to those guys that it's that it's totally productive and and you know, trying to trying to separate those things but yeah of course like it, you can have a vision but also still you know be frustrated or, or upset when things are happening on the field like i don't think you, i don't think those two things are exclusive of each other so here's the thing about jed He doesn't have a resume to fall back on with Cubs fans. Hear me out. I understand that he was a part of the winning that took place here, a significant part of it. That's different than being the guy in the chair. It's different than being the guy who puts forth the vision of what the franchise is supposed to look like. And he's now being judged on that. 
And I understand any Cubs fan that's looking at this and judging it severely. Because it's not supposed to look like this. It's not supposed to look like the burn it down thing that it was in 2012. And here you are 10 years later and you're looking at some of the other teams that that are comparable market size wise, dollar size wise. And you go, why? What? Like how, how did we end up here? Now we all lived how the Cubs ended up here. But the reality of where they are right now is striking. It's, it is. This season itself, and as I was saying earlier in the week, like I, there's a part of me that doesn't want to judge it too harshly because I kind of understood what was going to happen with this team. But that's me. I, I'm not an invested Cup fan that looks up and sees their team in June, 13 games out of first place, riding a 10-game losing streak and being worse than the Pirates and equal to the Cubs. Like... Come on, man. So now there's a team that's coming in that's on a 14-game win streak while you're on a 10-game losing streak, and it's very possible. I, I like today's matchup. I love Keegan Thompson, but it's very possible that you could see their win streak extend to 17 and your losing streak extend to 13, and that's not good for anyone. I promise you that we will break all of that for you down on Monday show, the Bernstein at Home show, 10 a.m. till... Two o'clock. One more thing I want to say for the people that have supported my solo show, like the little solo project at night that have moved with me to the day, the people that that found me during the day and they liked what they heard. I sincerely thank you for what the last 13 years have been for me as a solo host. DMX always talks about. He never wanted to be on stage with anyone else because he wanted to connect with the audience in a way that was very personal. And and I have some similar feelings in that regard. But I want to thank you because without your support and you championing me and saying, no, Lawrence is the truth, a lot of this stuff doesn't happen. So I, I want to say a sincere thank you to you, the listener, for continuing to elevate me for continuing to think that what I have to say is important and matters. On Monday, we start a new adventure, and I really want you to be there for it. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time, and we're going to cause some trouble. 10 a.m., you better be here. Bernstein and Holmes, 10-0-2. Have a great weekend. I'll see you bright and early Monday morning. Ray, you're the absolute best, sir. Cubs baseball is next here on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.